Welcome to End the Hustle podcast, a community where we come to dismantle from grind culture and learn how to grow our businesses and families without burning out. I am your host, Angela Accomando, and today we're going to talk about drawing a line in the sand so you can stop hustling for other people and start putting that energy towards your work. So you can start believing in your work and start dreaming about what it is that you wanna do. Even to the point where you're not worried about or driven by money. Because we live in this society, and I am guilty of it, that says we should only do something if it produces money. If it produces happiness or passion or an aliveness in our body, that doesn't count as much unless it produces money first. But, you know, for me, the last year and a half living through this pandemic, I have personally seen, I was actually on the phone with my girlfriend today and I told her I've seen through this pandemic how fake money is because right before the pandemic, you know, I follow a lot of um, my local politicians on Instagram and Facebook and, you know, they're always talking about how they're fighting to get funding for something whether it's for the schools, for nonprofits, for roads, they're always, they're, there's always a battle over money. And uh, through COVID, we went from battling over nitpicking things and where we're going to put our money to all of a sudden we had enough money to just pay everybody and pay people for their businesses closing and pay for COVID tests and pay for all kinds of stuff. I was like, where was this money all these other years? And it really just showed me a lot about money. I'll say that. And this episode is really driven by my own personal situation that I went through this year that is completely like I'm completely responsible for it but it really taught me something big about myself and my work and that is that I really didn't believe in myself I may look like it on the outside Um, my codependent ways got in the way of my work and my passion and so did money And the way it did is that a little over a year ago, my father-in-law got sick and COVID happened and he has a restaurant and my mother-in-law has a restaurant and we had to figure out what we were doing with both of these places. So my mother-in-law decided she's going to sell her place. So she sold it. And then my husband was not happy at his job and had been looking to move on. 
And this opportunity arose. And my first instinct was, hell no. (laughs) I hate the restaurant business. If there is one business that is so toxic when it comes to, I mean, just blood money and working and taking so much shit from people, it's the restaurant business. And so my first instinct was, no way. I'm not doing this and neither are you. And then I stopped and said, you know, I'm the one that's always telling other people to go after their dreams and not stay someplace where they're not happy. And so I said, yeah, let's do it. I support you in the middle of a pandemic. I mean, there was no worse thing that we could have taken over business that we could have taken over that I could think of off the top of my head besides probably being a musician, which he also is, um, then taking over a restaurant. It was just like, that's just such a bad decision. Um, but we did. And I, by my own choice, pushed my stuff to the side And I'm actually going to be doing a virtual retreat in 2022, January, February. I haven't set a date yet. And it's going to be about this, drawing a line in the sand and really taking a look at how we are putting our own stuff to the side and where we need to draw a line in the sand and really go after what we want because there's no guarantee about making money, right? Because I put my stuff to the side that I had been working on my coaching. I was getting coaching clients and this podcast and, you know, really growing something that I believed in and I felt good about and that didn't drain me, but lifted me up. And so I said, you know what? My plan was I am going to really help my husband out and push my stuff to the side Um, because, you know, logically it makes sense. I don't know why I thought this logically made sense. That's why I say this is, this is like the patriarchy living in me, the codependency living in me. And, um, and so I said, I'm going to put my stuff to the side and really grow this business. That way, when the business makes enough money, it can just comfortably support me while I really start growing my thing. Sounds good, right? So for a year, I help him with this this restaurant in the middle of a pandemic. And it went from me being the masked police to the six foot space between each other police to the becoming all kinds of things. I'm not like a bartender and a bar back and a buster and a waitress um, and a marketer. And, you know, then, oh, good. Things are like coming up. It seems like it's, it's going good. All right, cool. It's going to work out. It's going to work out. And then it turned into um, now we don't have enough staff problem. And so my plan of, well, I'll just focus on this. It makes sense and I'll help it to grow. And then I'll focus on my stuff. Didn't work out. 
And so what I was left with was a lot of anger and regret towards myself. I couldn't blame anybody else but myself. And I had to take a good look in the mirror because it's like, why did you do this? And what I realized it's because, oh, so you didn't really believe in yourself. And I had to take a good look at this because if I did really believe in myself, I would have been able to see that what I offered had just as much as an equal opportunity to thrive as the opportunity my husband had. And so I had to really sit with that and own it and say, okay, so now you know it. And now what? Well, now you have to draw a line in the sand and be honest with yourself and go, now it's time for you to let the chips fall as they may. And if you're, excuse me, if you're not there helping out in the restaurant and if things fall apart, then they fall apart. But you have to start doing for you because I became a mom at a very young age. I actually gave birth to my first son when I was 16, about a month before my 17th birthday. So I've been taking care of other people for a long time, long effing time. And it was always, you know, I started my first business, which was a cleaning business. I don't want to clean houses. I don't want to clean offices. I don't want to mop and drag stuff in and out and have people look at me like you're the cleaning lady because that's how they look at you. Um, but I did it because I had to, right? It was like, I didn't finish high school. I had no college. I got my GED and this was a good opportunity money-wise. And it was, it grew into a six-figure business and I really made something out of nothing. But I wasn't happy. And so when I left my marriage, I started all over again and became a chef, a plant-based chef. And, you know, I started hustling again, teaching kids cooking classes and, you know, doing kids cooking parties, um, which I should have stuck with because they were very lucrative. And then again, when I got into a very, you know, solid, serious relationship with the man I'm married to now, it was like, all right, the next best thing is like, let's do catering together. And it's been good, but I've never done something myself. I don't want to say never. I mean, when I finished culinary school, I taught, you know, cooking classes that was by myself. And, but I realized there was this pattern that I have where I just give up my stuff because I have to just put food on the table or because this seems like a better opportunity or because I should be supporting this other person and what they want to do. And so the only person that can change this is you, right? Is me. And 
that's what I hope to inspire you today is like, what is your thing that you've been putting to the side for a real long time? Because the ironic thing is I put my thing to the side thinking that it wouldn't make any money and that the restaurant would make money. So that was the better option. The restaurant is not making money. I mean, we're paying bills. I'm grateful for that. We're paying staff, um, but we're not making money for ourselves. So I decided that for 2022, I drew a line in the sand and said, for the next year, I'm going to put forth the same effort that I put towards this restaurant, towards my stuff. And there's many things that could happen. I can be wildly successful. I can be kind of successful. I can totally fail and make no money. But this time it'll be okay because I feel like this was a big lesson from the universe that's like, well, if you could put all this work into his thing and it not work, why can't you put all this work into your thing and maybe it not work? At least at the end of the year, even if you don't make any money, which you may, may be wildly successful, but at least you won't be angry and regretful that you didn't try. And that is the big lesson for me is, you know, I remember talking to some, is is to try, right? And to do your thing. Because I don't even think at the end of the day for each one of us, it's really about the money per se, because if it was, there's so many things we could do for money. Like I am somebody that can come up with a, an idea for money, like out of anywhere. And I am somebody that if I only, I always say, if I only got paid a dollar for every idea, I'd be a multimillionaire to begin with. But I also, when I see somebody else doing something, I always think, well, I could do that. Why not? I just, oh, I see how they're doing it. And um, so there's many things that all of us can do for money. So I don't think it's, it's a money thing. I think it's really a, a, our thing from our soul that we want to do, that we want to feel good about. And there was something about me turning 40 a couple of years ago and 42 a couple months ago that I just um, look at life and time very differently. I remember having a conversation with a close friend one time and they were telling me how they were with their mom on her deathbed and that she was really angry and he was really trying to turn her mind around and think about all of the good she had done in the world. And he had told me, and I was like, wow, like she did some really powerful stuff. And, you know, I don't know, cause I didn't go too much into it and I never got to meet her, 
But I often wonder, is the anger that she felt on her deathbed because she felt like she never really lived when she was alive, even though she did some pretty epic shit? Like, was the anger because there was more stuff inside that she wanted to do, that she wanted to bring out, and she never got to, and this was the end? My very strong intention moving forward is for every woman to never feel like that on their deathbed, to never feel angry because they never got to do their thing. Because I think once you do your thing, whatever it is, so many things that you could do. I don't know what your thing is. I know what my thing is. Um, But I don't know what your thing is. But I think the greatest harm that the world has done to women and all humanity in reality is somewhere along the line, we put money before our heart and our soul and our desire our strong, strong desire. It's like me with my book. I don't know why I have this desire. I mean, two people may read it or two million people may read it. I don't know. It's not about that. Me writing this book is about me doing my thing. And I have many more things that I want to do, like bring retreats, to women right in their own house. You don't have to spend a lot of money to relax and to go inward and to really get some deep insight in your life. You don't even have to leave your house. You can if you want to. And I definitely want to do some um, in-person retreats. But we need to stop putting our stuff to the side And we need to stop making excuses because that's what they are. And you may be saying, well, I'm a single mom. I get it. I was a single mom with three kids. Trust me, I get it. So maybe you can't do it as easy as, you know, a woman who is married um, or a woman who is married to someone who, you know, has money or so many other situations but you still can do it. Even if it's just one little step at a time, following one little crumb. This book that I'm writing has taken me nine years. You would think that this was like a thousand page memoir. It's not, it's like 120 pages, but I did it on my time and I trusted the timing. And during this time, of the pandemic, when we were really looking at death in the face, I kept saying to myself, like, if this was it for me, 
and I was on my deathbed, what would I be angry I didn't do? And I kept going, finish that book. And I kept asking myself the question to see if anything else would arise, but it was finish that book. And I even said to my husband at one time, if by any chance I die during this pandemic, I mean, I wasn't planning on, um, but I was like, make sure you get that book. And even if you publish it as messy as it is, I would like for you to edit it, but publish that book. I I already bought the self-publishing package like nine years ago. And um, he's like, you're not going to die. And I'm like, yeah, I'm probably not, but I'm just telling you in case, in case something happens. Um, but I drew a line in the sand and I'm like, I'm finishing this. It's time. And it's time for a lot. And I hope it's time for a lot with you to really step into who you really are authentically and do things your way. Because time does go quick and, you know, think about when you were a kid and you did stuff, right? Like you drew a picture. You didn't draw a picture thinking, well, I don't know if I'm going to draw, draw this picture because would anyone pay for it? If I sell it, if I put it up on Etsy, like you just drew the picture. I remember I loved arts and crafts when I was little and I would make wreaths with my step-grandmother um, or we would go to pottery classes And like, I didn't stop and think I'm too busy for this or, you know, maybe I should make a business out of this or I'm not going to paint this because, or how should I paint this that that's in a way where people will pay me for it? No, none of those thoughts came from my mind. I just painted. I just made the wreath. I just drew the picture. I just rode my bike. Like I just did the things that I enjoyed doing. And like all of these thoughts of it has to make money or it has no value didn't exist when I was nine. I noticed they started existing when I think about it. These thoughts started existing when I became a mom because of the responsibility. And there is a responsibility, it's a huge responsibility. But now we have a responsibility to our soul to answer its calling, whatever it may be. And I'm not talking about like being a guru. I mean, maybe that is your calling. I don't know. I'm just saying like, what is it that you really want to do? And stop letting things stop you. And when you have these thoughts in your head of like, I don't know. This is so silly. Just be the observer of those thoughts. And be like, all right, don't fight with it. It's okay. But now is the time for sure. You know, I hear so many people say, you know, put your work out into the world. You know, the world needs what you have to offer. I'm going to say something different. I'm going to say, put, you, put your work out into the world because your soul needs you to do it. 
Forget about what the world needs from you. I think the world has taken enough from all of us, our friends, our families, our neighbors, like we've given enough. Now is the time to really give to your soul. So when you do it, don't sit there and think, you know, well, I'm doing this because the world needs this. I hope you stop and think I'm doing this because my soul is calling me to do this and my soul just needs to do this. I'm doing it for my own soul. Well, that is all I have to say for today. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope that I made you think today. I really do. And I hope that I will see you in my virtual retreat in 2022. You can get on my wait list for the upcoming retreat and I'll notify you when it's, when I have a date and we're ready to go. I'm going to have some amazing, amazing women lead this retreat with me from all over the world, literally. Um, and you can sign up for it by going to angelaacomando.com forward slash retreat. And the link will be in the show notes. So make sure you click and uh, give me your email address and I will be in touch with you. I am wishing you the most heartfelt love and compassion. And I will see you next week. Ciao for now.